This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Hello and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and today I'm joined by Lily Jamaluddin, who is a writer. Hi, thanks for having me, Shamila. Really appreciate it. <laughs> so Lily and I are going to be reviewing an experimental film today. Um, it's a film called Skin. Um, and really, it's a, it's a coming together of movement, of music, of um, film techniques, um, and really to do... To, to do storytelling and to talk about ideas of migration and ideas of bodies and um, really in a very Malaysian context. So uh, just to look at the people involved in the project, uh, it is conceived and performed by uh, Deva Balan Ratnam and Luvinia Kalia. And it also um, features music by Santosh Logendran uh, and also the work of Tina Karen Tamil Chelvam and Quinn Uy. So let's start with the work itself. What were your initial takeaways, Lily? Oh, I really loved it. I mean, I came in, I didn't know what to expect. Um, uh, And I think like just immediately, it's such a feast for the senses. It opens with this uh, incredibly uh, bright sort of nature landscape. And I I have to say that the sound um, direction that they use like throughout the piece is just beautiful. Yeah, I think for me, uh, especially now in the pandemic, we were feeling really uh, disconnected, really claustrophobic, really frustrated with um, the ways that the world in this country is working. I think like this piece for me um, represented this like ritual call or like a prayer for a new world. Um, And it was really powerful in that sense, really gave me this desire for intimacy, for connection, um, uh, this country where where marginalized bodies are se- are central, really. So yeah, that that was my first impression. I completely agree. I mean, um, I, I think the thing with this work is that uh, it doesn't, it's not coy or subtle about what it's trying to do. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, you know, the imagery is very bold. It's very strong. Um, it centers essentially um, Indian and Malaysian Indian rituals, um, you know, and, and the whole structure of the film is woven around different kinds of rituals that the Malaysian Indian community would do. So we get a lot of really strong images about that. And these are contrasted with um, the two performers, Palin and Luvinia, Um and the movements and the kind of inspiration I think they take from these rituals, as well as a larger idea of existing in Malaysia, because there's a lot of contrasting between um, urban spaces and natural spaces. Uh, so I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, the nature of experimental films um, and particularly works like this is that it's uh, we're not really there for a, a a sort of a clear narrative as such, right? It's more of like impressions and ideas that we take away from it. And I think in that sense, they actually did a really good job. I think it's a little bit over 30 minutes um, and never did I ever find my attention wavering, um, you know, and with mm. something that doesn't have a, a, a direct storyline running through it, that can sometimes be a challenge, particularly when I'm watching it on a screen. But I found that, you know, I was constantly wondering what I would see next. I was wondering what one train of images would take me to to the next. So um, overall, I really, really enjoyed it. You mentioned how during the pandemic, um, you know, it felt like a, and, and I felt that too. I think the, the intimacy and the, also the idea of space, because they play around with extreme close-ups and uh, intimate images of bodies with wide open, I mean, their beaches and their uh, what looks like in the middle of a, 
a clearing in a in a jungle, um, you know, and even urban spaces that are just incredibly open and airy. And I found that both of these things were things that I craved a lot, and that video kind of fed that craving. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I just kept thinking about like this desire for more connection to the earth and to the landscape around us. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think they do a really incredible job of, uh, of situating us in the Malaysian landscape. I thought that, you know, towards the end of, um, of the film, uh, there are these scenes where the two of them, uh, they're just sort of standing or sitting, they're in different positions in these different in the in these different like shots uh, around Penang, right? Some of them are colonial uh, buildings. Some of them are just um, uh, shots of the city. Some of them are environmental landscapes. I thought that was so interesting too. I mean, it, it sort of signals this like shift um, in the film where they become these almost like ghostly or spiritual apparitions, right? Um, yeah, and, and I kept thinking about the idea of sort of witnessing, witnessing our country, uh, witnessing violence, witnessing pain. Yeah, so so there's definitely this, this desire, this connection to the land, but also a sense of there's there's a lot of violence and history and trauma embedded in the land as well is what, what is what I felt also. So I do want to break down the individual components of what went into the video a little bit later. Uh, but I thought before that it would be useful to do the thing that's probably quite difficult to do, which is what was this film about for you? Yeah, I think for me, uh, the film is about this um, desire and call for a new Malaysia, uh, a new world where uh, marginalized bodies, I would say queer bodies, um, Indian bodies or, or racially marginalized bodies, women's bodies um, are, are, are centralized and valued um, and honored. Um, and it's sort of, for me, the film is almost like uh, it's, part, it's part of that birthing process, right? Um, the two dancers are calling for the birth of this new country, um, but that process is fraught. It's, it's full of anxiety um uh panic there's joy in there as well um yeah so I think that that, that's what it felt like for me what did it feel like for you very similar um and and I think it it felt so I was very taken by uh the focus on skin you know literally the the title of the project is skin and I was very taken by how they use that so in so many ways um you know the skin is a part of the movements and the choreography but it's also the canvas on which they actually uh, almost paint literally sometimes you know with um various mediums sometimes it's it's paint actual paint sometimes it's um I think what was supposed to resemble milk, like the like yeah. the worship, um, you know, the the rituals that Hindu um, Hindu temples might do. Sometimes it's vermilion. Um, so uh, for me, it was it had a lot to do with also creating a new idea of um, almost spirituality, a spirituality driven perhaps not by uh, what is different or what divides us, but um, but a spirituality driven by a connection to this space that we're in, um, the collective Malaysian space almost, because, I mean, perhaps you'd have to be Malaysian to recognize it, but the spaces were so recognizably local, right? And you're right. And all of that links back to the things that you were talking about, um, how our collective idea of what it means to um, belong here doesn't only belong to one community or one kind of story, that there are many stories that we can look at. Um, I think 
the the idea of foregrounding skin for me was really strong um mm. you know and different kinds of skin as well because um you know you have the contrast of the uh, darker skin and the fairer skin you have the contrast of um feminine skin and masculine skin um mm. you know you have body hair you have uh, materials sort of interacting with skin i don't know something about it felt transgressive um but mm. in a way that questions why we place so much importance on outward appearances anyway and so that yeah almost that moving away from the outward into something more inward um, was what I took away with it. it it left me with a lot more questions than answers but in a in a very good way mm, yeah yeah I hear you it did feel very transgressive I mean um, there are these shots also where uh, I think Palin um, near the beginning he has a a rope around his neck and then and then it transforms into beads you know and yeah then, uh, I think in a, in a lot of moments there's uh, playing of of gender roles as well and texture somehow um, and and for a video like this um, you know the, the camera work does such a great job of capturing all of these rich textures that they play around with in the film mm. um, but that's something that um, I really do want to pick up on a little bit later uh, we do need to take a quick break Lily Jamaluddin and I are reviewing an experimental film called Skin uh, that's actually available for viewing online uh, until the 28th of June so you can actually check out their Instagram channel just search for skin you can also head over to ticket to you.com.my slash event slash 25165 and you can actually purchase tickets there keep it here on everyone's a critic bfm 89.9 you're listening to everyone's a critic jointly presented with chindana best flipping moments bfm 89.9 the business station you're listening to everyone's a critic Jointly presented with Chindana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by writer Lily Jamaluddin. And together we are reviewing Skin, which is an experimental film that deals with ideas of uh, identity, of migration, of bodies in a Malaysian space. The film is by Devapalan Ratnam and Dovinia Kalia. And we've been spending the first half of the show kind of running through the images and the, um, I suppose, the narratives that the film foregrounds. I wanted to now sort of pick at, I think, different aspects of what makes up the film. So for me, I have to say... Um, so many things worked really well, but the strongest through line was the music. I loved the music. Um, so the music was by Santosh Logendran. And I think, you know, the alternating between natural sounds and and uh, the sort of hypnotic chants and music and compositions. And uh, I think the the rise and fall of gentle sounds with sort of really heavy um, instrumentation and percussion, it, the music was just really great. Yeah. Oh, I love the music too. It's definitely one of the highlights for me. And and I felt like it also um, really emphasized the themes of the film in the sense that uh, the music also has this syncretization of um, of contemporary, of nature, of Malaysianness, of ritual, um, uh, and, and it's also uh, it's almost like very frenetic at times as well, right? There are tensions between all of these sounds, um, and and it does a great job of representing that desire to break through. Um, uh, yeah, so I think uh, the composer is Santosh Legendran. I'd seen him perform before. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's great to see him produce this new work. 
it also, I mean, it got me thinking really about the construction of the film because as someone who doesn't know what happens behind the scenes, um, I found it really difficult to tell at many points. Did the music come first or did the movements come first? And it felt so organic, which I think speaks to the strength of um, the, the kind of collaboration that must have happened between them. Um, because for something like this, you know, it didn't feel like they were dancing to music, which I think was very important. Um, and, and on that note, actually, uh, I wanted to point out that the the visuals of what we were seeing, so the the actual camera work as well as the editing that goes into it, I love the camera work in this. You know, the, the intimacy that we were talking about, uh, the kind of being able to capture uncomfortably close visuals of bodies sometimes. Um, it was, it, 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 I think it elevated the... Um, fairly pared down and, and simple choreography to something that felt a lot more um, complex, I think. Mm, yeah. And it's almost as if these, in sort of the beauty of capturing um, these dancers uh, and their bodies, uh, it's almost as if they elevate into uh, holy or spiritual figures, right? And, and I feel that is quite transgressive as we talked about before, especially in this country where, um yeah, where these types of bodies, uh, often non-Malay bodies, queer bodies, non-male bodies, um, uh, are marginalized, are often seen as undesirable. Um, the cinematography works so well to push them back to the center and affirm, like, these are beautiful aspirations. So just to say that the cinematography was by Tinakar and Tamil Chelvam, and the editor was Quinn Oi. What did you think about the uh, performance? Mm, yeah, um, I think I was sucked into the sort of rhythmic uh, repetition. Um, I think what you've talked about before in terms of the connection to Indian or Hindu ritual, um, I, you know, definitely, I feel that maybe I've missed out on that. I'm just not having that context. It'd be, it'd be great to hear from you, actually, what you thought about that. Um but, you know, there are so many memorable scenes uh, with the movement. I mean, one of them that I remember quite strongly is this moment where uh, they're on a, on a treadmill and there's this projection of, um, uh, it's Malaysian landscape, it might be Penang landscape and history. For me, that, that was so powerful, you know, this uh, almost this desire to move or, or, or run um, to somewhere else, but, but not being able to. Um, and so, so there are many moments like that, I felt like with the movement where it's so um, representative. Uh, it, they're very simple movements, like you've said, but they're very emotive. Um, another scene where uh, Palin is sort of like banging on rocks as if they are doors and, and they won't open. I mean, yeah, it, it, it really is quite brilliant, I thought. Um, uh, you know, but thinking about uh, the idea of like this being documentary poetry. And uh, I think it would be difficult for somebody to piece through, understand if they're trying to approach it from like a lens of logic or trying to understand like it through like a sense of a reason or um, yeah, or trying to find a clear storyline. Uh, it really is poetic, I guess, in the sense that you, you have to feel your way through and you have to trust your feeling and uh, can't try to break down the parts too much and, um, yeah, I, I appreciated that, but I can also see how some viewers might not really understand how to uh, how to read that. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so that brings me to the one aspect of the video, I think, which I didn't love, which was the use of text. They would have these um, words at the bottom of the screen. Uh, often they are like lines of poetry. Sometimes they seem to be um, a sort of narration, but I'm not sure where they are from. Uh, some lines felt familiar and, and they sort of credit people once in a while as well, uh, but they're not being voiced. They essentially just text at the bottom of the screen. I found it a little distracting. Um, in fact, because the imagery was so strong, I, I often found myself thinking, oh, now I have to shift my eyes to read this stuff. And it, it to me, it didn't feel like it added a lot to what I was watching. I was wondering whether the text was almost a way to uh, help people who might not otherwise... Um, love the fact that it's so unstructured, whether the, the reason that they had chosen to put use text was to kind of help navigate that way a little bit and perhaps whether others might find it more helpful than I did. You know, that's, that's a good point. I wasn't thinking of that at first. I think like, you know, the reason that I'm thinking of words like birth or the creation of a new country is because of the text, right? Now that mm. you say it, um, they have that epigraph at the beginning and then they have uh, quotes and images like in the text. Um, yeah, for me, the text added uh, to my understanding of the film. Um, yeah, I, and, and I guess like for me as a poet as well, um, uh, yes. thinking, <laughs> thinking about sort of the new ways that language is used, um, the language felt very fresh to me, um, you know, uh, especially with Malaysian poetry, which, is, which has often been spoken word. There's very typical rhythm, uh, almost predictable images, and I felt like this was new poetry, um, new ways that language uh, is used. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree that at times it was a bit distracting. It's like, oh, God, okay. Oh, the, the poetry is, a, is, is as abstract as the uh, as, So it as needs time. You can't just <laughs> glance at it, right? Yeah. Um, I, I wonder whether, you know, I wonder whether it's as simple as what I didn't like was actually the placement and the design and the font and not so much the words because the words themselves were, you're right, they, they are poetic and they fit with the themes. Um, I think visually and the way they were structured within this otherwise really beautiful lyrical video, the mm. words felt like Netflix subtitles, which <laughs> right. took me, which for me felt a little bit like, oh, I wish I, wish I didn't have to be taken out of this space. But overall, um, getting back to that question of would everyone be willing to be carried on on this journey, how would you how would you describe this to somebody to tell them that they should watch it? Oh, okay, that's a good question. Let me see. Um, I would say it is probably deeply needed uh, if you have been like all of us uh, in this on and off MCO over the past year. Um, it's such a delight and a feast for the senses. It will leave you wanting uh, more about more for the country um, and wanting more inside your body. Yeah, I think that's how I would say it. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think I could say it better myself. I think I just want to add that, um, you know, at a time when we might be feeling disconnected uh, and it's easy to disconnect from from issues as well as, as you know, people. Uh, this video allows you a sense of intimacy. It allows you a sense of getting up close to people, but it doesn't let you off the hook and it's not always easy. Um, but that's not a bad thing. It's also just absolutely interesting and beautiful to watch. So if nothing else, 
um, I would say give it a go because of that, just because of how interesting the images are. Mm. Thank you so much for reviewing this with me, Lily. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I feel like there's there's so much else I wanted to say because this is was such a there's so much to piece through through this uh, film. We have been reviewing uh, Skin, which is an experimental film by Teva Balanjai Ratnam and Luvinia Kalia. Uh, so that's actually available for viewing online until the 28th of June. And if you'd like to get tickets for that, just head on over to ticket2u.com.my slash event slash 25165. You can actually check out their Instagram channel. Just search for Skin. Uh, we'll also be linking to that in our podcast. Uh, let us know. Have you watched it? Are you planning to? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, follow Chindana on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.